Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Burke's Chronicast. On this episode, I interview my mom, Key Rosebrook. I'm your host, Burke Greenfield, and I hope you like this episode. So here it is. Hello everybody and welcome back to Burke's Chronicast. Uh, this, on this episode, I am interviewing my mom. Hey mom. Hey. Uh, so, you know the format, I'm pretty sure. I do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm just going to explain again, because we do have an update on the questions. Now, instead of just two um, questions I ask everybody, there are three. Um, so, you ready? Yeah. Um, so, let's start off. How has COVID been treating you? Um, I think it's been better for us than some. So, I'm not going to have any complaints okay um like how do you think do you think yeah uh next question has work gotten harder for you because of covid um it has changed a lot i work from home and at first there was an adjustment of sharing my office space with everybody else Mm -hmm. Um, but we got used to that and we got through the working and schooling aspects last fall so it was easier this summer because you guys weren't actively in school Um, and I enjoyed having you guys around now as we get ready to go back to school virtually I'm a little bit nervous but I think some of the the stuff we've done in the basement to create you um, your own workspace it'll it'll help things out so you just answered one of my other questions so I'm gonna try and add in another one um what do you think of the COVID pod that we have created? Like, how do you, how is it going to work? How- well, my, I don't know how it's going to work. My hope is that it will allow some of the families who have chosen to stay virtual, um, which was a choice we were given, to have social interaction for their kids while still not having to go into the schoolhouse and be, what I would say, overexposed. Um, so it's a goal to have you and your cousin uh, who are in the same grade be able to socialize with other two other kids who are in the same grade from two other families who follow the same sort of COVID rules that we follow with mask wearing and um, just sort of reduced travel and extra heightened awareness Um, and you guys can chat and play and be in a school environment that's virtual but also has personal contact and, and friendships and fun. So that sounds the, like a pretty, pretty COVID-y paradise. Well, that's the goal, right? And then we'll have one for you and one for your brother. Yeah. Um, so my next question is, do you have any methods to pass time when you are not working? Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like um, I'm on the same sort of COVID ride as a lot of people who fit my demographic, right? So I have been reading. I have been playing with you guys, which is one of my favorite things. Um, I have been organizing our house and mm-hmm. painting and changing and just sort of futzing around. I don't know how to explain it, but when you, <laughs> when you can't go out and do all the normal stuff, I've changed all of our activities here, like our, our garden. We, we have that. Um, and the schoolroom we've created and just trying to exert, I guess, some level of control over an environment in which I really don't have any. Um, 
yeah, that actually is a pretty smart plan. Um, I think other listeners will take a court would like will listen to that. Um, um, what's the most exciting thing you've done so far? Because like I want to know what you think. I think I know what the most exciting thing you've done so far is, but exciting or fun? Exciting. Okay. Um, exciting. That's a tough one, Berkey. I think that the most exciting thing we've done since COVID started, right? That's what you're talking about. Okay, so has probably been how our garden has grown. And that's because I really like coming out with you guys and uh, seeing all the stuff that we have grown and that we get to harvest and that we get to eat. And I've seen spinoffs with your live Instagram tours and uh, I think you guys are learning a lot, which is exciting. And frankly, like I never knew how to grow an eggplant until this summer. And I certainly didn't know how to do it in containers, three floors off the ground. The container right? garden has definitely made it harder, but it we, we've done a pretty good job right now. We're actually sitting outside as we record this and we're looking around and it, it, it we're proud of ourselves. Yeah. Um, it's also a little oasis, right? It's a little terrace that we've made our own little non-mask wearing family oasis and we get to eat up here if we want to haul our dinners up here and we get to play games up here and we get to pick tomatoes off the vine and eat them right here right so off i love the it vine. yeah it's my favorite place um this kind of like it connects um i just want to know if the garden is your most successful thing and if it's not you like during covid you can choose something else but okay because i would choose something else it's not my most successful thing I think that our family is. I think that when you go from being a group of people who are used to having jobs and schools and camps and recreational activities and time apart um, to a group of people who are all together in one relatively small house that sometimes you can fight and sometimes you can like get exasperated or be tired of each other. And I think that we've done a really good job of realizing that we enjoy each other and taking joy in little things like the Sunday bike rides that we go on and the family dinners and the garden growing and the projects that we've done in your room and all over the house. Like I love working with you guys and and playing with you guys and drawing with you guys and just hanging out with you guys. (laughs) Believe me, I can fully return that. Um, So my next question is what do you think of the quarantine dinners? I think they've all been pretty banging. Uh... <laughs> I think your daddy has knocked it out of the park, uh, for sure. It's I'm really very happy I married somebody who can cook a lot better than I can. Um, so, yeah, we have been super lucky that he's refined his skill, and we eat, like, what I would say is restaurant-style food, restaurant-quality restaurant, restaurant quality food, except for when Mommy cooks. Um, and then even I've done a little bit of learning, right? And we've done some baking. Um, so, yeah, we've been lucky to have food and to have the groceries still deliver on time. And, Fresh and we've And we've had, we've been really lucky. And plus, I love sitting down with the, the three of you and Mac at our feet and talking about our days and planning what we're going to do after dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that you're right. Like, the grocery stores have really been, they've been doing really well keeping up in this pandemic. Like Fresh Direct, they've been, it seems like they've been really full, but they can still 
do it. It was stressful at first, during the major peak, when everything was shutting down, and um, you know it was harder to get groceries. But we had we had some weird meals, but they were still really delicious, right? <laughs> we made the best of them. And then once the groceries started flowing better, it's uh, it's been nothing but A plus meals. I can fully agree to that, um, except for the fennel. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't cooked wrong. You just didn't like the taste of it. Yeah, black licorice. Um, no offense to black licorice lovers, but uh, let's see. Is work is is working during COVID any different for, for um any different from working pre-COVID because you work at home anyway? Like I feel like you've already answered this, but could you go a bit deeper into it? Sure. So, it's not different for me I because I have a home office I'm lucky enough to work from home um in in that I don't like I never had a commute so I don't have a commute still um but I don't travel to my work sites um anymore because travel is restricted for my company unless it's uh you know an act essential to my project and mine currently don't require it um it's changed in workflow because some of my private clients have chosen to not spend money that they were planning on spending so some of the workload has shifted um it's changed in that my company which was pretty savvy technically and had a good remote system has developed it even into a better one um so that's gotten to be really efficient and easy to use um and then i would say there's been a slight a slight side effect as the months have gone on where people don't notice if I have my earbuds in or not. So I've gotten pretty good at staying on mute until I'm actually speaking because sometimes little somebodies will come up and, and start talking to me before they realize I'm on a call. Uh, I cannot deny that, but who are those tiny somebodies? <laughs> Between you two and Mac barking at the mailman, there are occasionally disruptions, but a lot of my, my fellow colleagues are also at home. I mean, almost, almost all of them. Um, and so it's, it's not unusual to have a kid screaming and with joy in the background or a dog barking. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. Not unusual. It's fine. Yeah. Um. And I definitely don't need to drop. Um. <laughs> so on to my usual questions. Um. So the first one was, uh, if you knew COVID was coming, what would you have done? That's a hard one, Burke. Um. If I had known. COVID was coming, based on who I am and you know how much influence I have, I don't I don't know. I might have prepared by stockpiling some food or maybe getting a freezer or not not in insane levels, but I think we took the precautions early. Um, you know, we didn't let you go to school even though school was still going because we decided it was time for you to stay home. So I would have done a lot of the same things. Um, maybe just earlier. Actually, even though I'm like only 10 years old, turning 11 though, um, <laughs> I actually understand that. Um, and so uh, on to the next one, um, which you probably also heard a billion times. Wait, no, 15 times? This is the 15th episode? I don't know. Um, if you had no idea COVID was coming, and somebody walked up to you and told you and that like the end is near way like what would you have done it depends totally on who that person might have been just a random guy um or, well it so uh, that's kind of 
how we all found out about it, right? Because at first it was just this thing that was so far away and nobody was saying it's on its way here. Nobody was saying it already is here. So it was sort of word of mouth that we chose to keep you home anyway. Um, so I think I did exactly what I would have done where I just said, that's it. It's time to pull you out. You can have some absences because you guys aren't hardly ever sick. We're very lucky that way. And let's keep you home. And then the following Monday, school was shut. <laughs> Um, so then this latest one, uh, coming from Amos Lee, who was on a, la- who was on a later episode, uh, um, what are you looking forward to doing after the, ep- after the, po- after the, after COVID? So after there's a vaccine and everybody can... After the pandemic is shut down and there's a vaccine, stuff yeah. like that. Um, I, what do I look forward to doing the most? I look forward to relaxing a little and I don't mean like a spa day but I mean I mean like I look forward to you guys being able to go back outside and play with whatever kids were out there I look forward to people ringing our doorbell again to say hi I look forward to commuting with our neighbors and you know giving them tomatoes out of our garden without them having to severely wash them with soap and water you know I I look forward to returning to community that's what I'm going to say. Returning I look, to community. I look forward to seeing your cocoa. I look forward to, you know, seeing all the family members that are far away that we haven't been able to visit. Yeah. <laughs> when you said, like, returning to, uh, like... Community. Community. I was like, whoa. I mean, Burke, you haven't seen another boy your age since March 13th. That's a long time. I'm true. looking forward to you having friends over and, like, just hanging out or playing ball or whatever you know like I I miss that level of sort of freedom you guys had as children because while we aren't like free-range parents we definitely let you guys have some fun out front without being constantly watched by your parents to make sure your masks are on right yeah right um well first off um again that made a lot of sense because kind of weird to like look up and see your parent like I'm watching you um and yeah thank you for answering all of my questions that was very enjoyable yeah thanks for having me Mark no problemo um so yeah bye bye So there you have it. That was an interview with my mom, Key Rosebrook. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And ha- and if you have not listened to all my other episodes, check them out. Uh, I'm your host, Brooke Greenfield. And once again, I hope you like this episode. See ya later.